Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And, and we, we are, are the, the Chapmans. Chapmans. And your host of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we're going to talk about all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm sober with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Hello. Hey. We are so happy. It's finally here. We finally made it to episode one. Mikey just said a prayer. (laughs) Gotta bless the podcast. Because he tripping. First of all. You're tripping. It's been a long road. Yes. And I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. It's my first time doing anything like this. And I don't need judgment from my best friend. Well, you're getting it. But I love you. Okay. So. Yes. Baby. All right, this is episode one of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. This is the Chapman origin story. Today we're going to talk about how we met, my wife and I, how uh, my now wife told me she was in love with me, Uh, my shock and everything that followed. We're going to give you a broad overview of our relationship, but we won't leave you hanging. We have a story at the end, and and, uh, we're going to give you some insight onto how foolish we really are, Um, and hopefully you can help us solve a relationship problem that we've had for, for the last eight years. decade for eight almost. years. Yes. Cause Randy needs to hear about herself. <laughs> anyway. So this episode will be special because it is the intro episode, but in the future, here's what you can expect. Every episode will start with a love story of the day. We're going to both come with one. Well, not at the same time. We're both, each episode are going to come with the love story. Yeah, a hood from love around story. around the world. Not a hood love story. Mine are going to be hood love stories. That's fine. But <laughs> we're going to come with a love story. And then we're going to get into our topic. And after we do our topic, our third segment is going to be fight or flight. And so in this segment, one person will bring an irritation of the week or just something that's on their chest to the table. Mm-hmm. And the other person will decide if they're going to fight it, i.e. defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Or flight. Essentially relationship court. Right. Good, because I got grievances. And flee would mean that they would apologize for whatever they did that week to upset their spouse. And then we'll end with some PDA, also known as public display of affection, where we're going to express gratitude or compliment each other for something that they've done just to end on a positive note. Because I'm sure the fight or flight (laughs) segments will get... No matter what you hear, I'm going to put this disclosure in there. No matter what you hear um, over the course of us recording this podcast, you just need to know from, uh, hear from me first. I love my wife more than anything. (laughs) Uh, I may say some things that may set her off. I may set y'all off. Uh, She may set me off. You never know. She'd be doing stuff. But um, I love this woman. Loved her from day one. Will love her until the last. You're such a Pisces. I am a Pisces. All your feelings. You love this fish, first of all. Anyway, uh-huh. so yeah, so that's the episode. That's how the episodes will look moving forward. But again, today is special and we're going to get into our origin story. So Mikey has a story about how we met. I don't remember this story, but he's going to tell it. Well, before I get into that, because no, no, let's just get into it. So we met um, at Drew Charter School is uh, where we initially Ran into each other. Um, my family, we moved from Scottsdale, Georgia. Um, we were living in Oak Forest at the time. We moved from Oak Forest to East Lake. Um, and I attended Drew Charter School in fifth grade. We are in Atlanta. 
We are, oh yes, we are located in Atlanta. <laughs> it's okay. For those who don't know. We'll get better at this as time goes, right? Yes, baby. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> we met at uh, East Lake Char- East Lake Charter School. Drew Charter School. Drew Charter School. I'm just making stuff up now. You are. We it's met okay. in East Lake at Drew Charter School. <laughs> uh, the first time I ran into my now wife, we were in, I was in the Mr. Rashid's room. He is the counselor, or was the counselor at the time. The reason why I was in Mr. Rashid's room is because I wasn't, how do I put this? Okay. I wasn't like the, the best, I wasn't the worst student. I had attitude issues. I, uh, as I've grown, I've learned that there's was, was a mixture of daddy and mother issues, but we'll get into that later. Oh, uh, I love my mom. Love you, mommy. Uh, I love you, mom. <laughs> uh, I was in there just kind of hiding out uh, before I got into it with another teacher, and I was playing chess with another student. And Randy walked in. Yeah. And Randy was friends with this other student who was playing chess against me. I know who it was. And Randy greets this young lady. And (laughs) when I say hello to Randy, she... I spoke. No, no, you did not. Let's not lie. Let's not start this off with a lie. Randy ignored my life. um, And she went and sat down. And I basically said, okay, well, forget you then. But in not so many words. Yeah, so Drew Charter School, I don't know if Mikey explained, but that was our elementary and middle school. And so... Thank you, love. You're welcome. He was there in fifth grade to eighth grade, and I was there from fourth to eighth grade. And I also used to spend a lot of time in Mr. Rashid's office. I never played chess, but I had a lot of other issues, and um, which we'll get into. But I had a lot of issues and trauma and things that I hadn't told anybody else, really. Not really. Not in the way that Mr. Rashid knew. So I used to spend a lot of time just in his office reading. He let me just sit there or to be counseled. So I've pretty much been in therapy all my life. Yeah. Yeah. He was our what, safe space. Yeah. So yeah. he was just really cool to hang with. And that was just one of the mornings where I sat. I would sit there before class and um, just read in his office before I went off to try to function. Big up Mr. Rashid. Yeah. And what grade were we in? Were we in? <laughs> Uh, when I was in sixth, so I was in fifth. Yeah, no, I wasn't. We were in the middle school seventh. hallway. I was in seventh. You were in sixth. Yeah. Um. So Randy and I were involved in an organization at our school called the Wallace Scholars, and this is where Randy remembers us meeting. Yeah. So, so Mr. Waller was a teacher at the school. I had him for math and language arts over the years since fourth grade and through sixth grade, through seventh grade, and Mikey also had him. Yeah, for math and I think mostly math. Yeah. And Mr. Waller started an organization called Waller Scholars. And we used to take uh, excursions, educational excursions. Educational so excursions. We would travel out the state with him and other group of students and chaperones, of course, just to get us out of Atlanta and to get us to see that there was more to life than 30317. Yeah, he was really <laughs> big on getting us out of 285. Yeah. Um, so And exposing us to other cities, states, things. Yeah. So I remember Mikey on the bus and we were at this trip. We were going to Destin, Florida, and I'm sure we spoke in between that time. Like, I'm sure by this point we were both in Wallace Scholars. We were actually in high school. So we actually stayed in the organization through high school as well. But he was sitting by himself on the bus in the back of the bus. We're in this pretty Florida city and um, 
Nobody was talking to him. They were just walking past him while he looks like he lost his best friend. And so I stopped and I was like, hey, you okay? Like, are you okay? And you told me that you were having problems with your girlfriend. The guy had just broken up. And I was like, oh, that sucks. You know? (laughs) So sensitive. That Um, really sucks. No, I was was Drake before Drake. Oh, my God. I was in my my feelings. I had songs prepared. I could have wrote some shit. I could have had like some really hot songs at that time. I could have been on the radio. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, the reason why everyone else left me alone is because I was actually putting on a face. I was fine to everybody else. So they like, let it go. But Randy, this is like the first instance of her being in tune with me, I guess. And, uh, and she, you know, she called bullshit and she just came <laughs> and talked to me. And you know how sometimes when people like ask you what's wrong, you'll like front at first. And you'll say nothing. And actually, again, and you'll be like, nothing. And then the third time, you just kind of like break down, just go into a full spill about everything that's I mean, wrong with your life. It didn't take three times. It didn't. Not I asked you. you one time. It was once. <laughs> and you just like spilled your, your heart out. Because I, like, I needed oh. somebody to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to tell my story. So we, we sat down with each other and we talked. And now that I think about it, we actually that day went to ride go-karts. We yeah. went like to we went out and we we like sat together and you like drove the car. Yeah, it was yeah. it was so weird that we just like clicked. it was like an instant yeah yeah it was instant. it was an instant click and uh, from that moment on, Randy was my little sister. Yeah, and um, that later that night everybody went swimming and I like had this poem I wanted to share with Mike and it wasn't a love poem or anything it was just something I wrote and. I showed it to him, but he was like, oh, we know, let me look at, like, let me, I want to, like, read it. But all the beach chairs at the pool area were, like, like, broken. You know how if you sit too close to the front of the chair, it flips forward and you Mm -hmm. fall forward. If you sit too far back, it flipped back. And it was just, they had, like, the pieces missing in the middle. I don't even think they make pool chairs like this no more. But um, everybody kept falling in the chairs and breaking the chairs. I just told you to sit on my lap. So I I was like, oh, okay. So I sat on Yeah, peep game, peep game. (laughs) So what you do, man? What you do right after I said sit on my lap? I sat on his lap. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I showed you my poem. <laughs> you showed me a what, babe? Anyway, so we so we just we kept talking. We were just friends, and we rode back from Florida to Atlanta, sitting next to each other on the bus, um, listening to music. You gave me one earphone, and I gave, and you had one. Yeah, I was exposing you some to some. To some hot shit. I think we were just listening to music. Uh-huh. I don't think at this point you had started giving me more music than I had known. Probably not. I can't remember it being anything new, but you may be right. And at one point you like laid your head on my shoulder and I remember one of the chaperones, Miss Brown, oh, Brown, was like, no touching. And we were like, huh? <laughs> because in the back of the bus, Miss Brown, I was like, shout out Miss Brown <laughs> if you're listening right now. I was like, you looking at the wrong too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and these were the the, uh, the charter buses. Yeah. you know the ones with the with the old seats, the old felt seats or whatever. Like mm. everybody know them old patterns. The ones everybody with the stains knows in it. there's always somebody in the back. I've been at the back of the bus. Everybody oh, have has. you? You've been in the back of the bus? Not with you. Uh. <laughs> oh. <I> was, <laughs> anyway. Ouch. So, <laughs> so um so yeah so we got back to Atlanta and we just kept talking. I didn't have a shut phone. Up since. I did not have a phone. I was not. You did not have a phone to talk on the phone. Really, I could talk to people through my mom's phone. 
I eventually ended up getting a, a phone. Eventually, but at but first, let's, I did not have one. Let's start where the struggle so, was. The struggle was real, and so we ended up talking a lot through Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo Instant Messenger was a godsend. Yeah, Yahoo Instant Messenger is how this all started. So even though Yahoo was owned by Fox and probably Trump. <laughs> Back then, it was... Uh, probably not. But yeah. Yahoo Messenger was how we talked all the time. And then I started to realize that I had feelings. Like I, I started to realize that I was developing feelings for Mikey. And I made a list really quickly about like little things I noticed about you made my a list. feelings. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> hold on. You made, wait. Okay. Let's get into I this didn't list. Want to forget. So the list. So one, Mikey had this smell, and that whole pheromone science thing is real. Oh, like okay. he has. You still do. It's so you not was as attracted prominent. to Daddy scent, Mikey. Before Daddy was Daddy. Can you shut up? I'm sorry. He had this smell, and I could smell him. I could smell him. I just knew when he was around. I can't explain it. Like you just set off all try. of my. You sound a little like that pheromone science thing about how like people you love have like a special scent. Got you. That's true. What was what was this scent like? I don't know if you can it describe. It just smelled like. This is not like a bad scent, right? Like you're not saying no, like I was musty, musty when we. Okay, good. All you right. were just you just sm- just got to clarify for the people. It. I cannot explain it. What you smelled like, but I could always tell when your grandmother was in town because your smell would change. Cause she'd like cook one of her West Indian oh, meals yes. and like everything would just change in the house. I but, love you, granny. <laughs> but you just had a smell. Also, you added something to my life. I'm so used to being the smartest girl. Like when it comes to hanging with guys, mm-hmm. like I'm usually not in a position where I'm learning things from boys. You know, now that you mention that, I think that is actually a big reason why you ignored me the first time we met. You wasn't checking for no dude, not just because you was in a relationship at the time, but because <laughs> you really don't care what people got to say. That's true. I <laughs> not what people got to, like, you really not trying to check for no dude because they had nothing to add to your life at the time. Yeah. And I was also, like, not okay. So that's why I was always in Mr. She's office. But you, like, were teaching me things. Like, you just, I just, yeah, every day I, I was learning things. something from you. Mm-hmm. I also found you very attractive. You were so freaking cute. Would show a hundred little ninety pounds. <laughs> One eighty five. Right. Either way, you were so cute with your Guyana belt yeah, and you had bad all eyesight. your fitted hats. And we your, gonna put up pictures of some of these things on Instagram waves. too. I just no. thought you were so fine. I did have good waves. The waves were nice. You were so cute, and we talked. And I, I was really impressed by the fact that you. Not even impressed, but I liked that you wanted to be close. We talked on Yahoo Messenger. All the time. And um, it was just nice. And then I started looking forward to seeing you. Like, I would realize, like, oh, I really want to see him today. It, mm. it wasn't just, like, I want to go to a Wild Scholar meeting. It was, like, I don't want to go if he ain't going to be there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if I found out you weren't going to be there or something, I would, like, not go. but Or not be happy about going. So that's how I started to realize something was up. Well, like with my feelings. And then I started writing poems, love poems. And I would put them on Facebook. Oh, the Facebook notes. In the notes. And you would comment and be like, man, this guy is really lucky. (laughs) (laughs) You used to write some really nice poems about whoever this dude was you had feelings for. I used to be like, God, damn, whoever this dude is that's not checking for you right now, as soon as you read this, (laughs) he going to be into you, girl. This is some some talent. And I was like, he's an idiot. 
idiot. I used to be like, yeah, Randy, this is great. Idiot. Good work. And then, um, you were my got, sister at the time. I know we were, we had developed this like brother sister relationship. We called each other brother and sister, which is why when I used to work in a high school and my high schoolers would be like, Hey, Miss Chapman, I like this dude, but he has a sister. And I'm like, well, is he, is she his blood sister? And they was like, no, nah, they just, oh, well, I that's was, who, and I was who like, well, you need to break up with him because <laughs> he's probably going to marry her. So, um, so yeah, I'm always uh, telling them, don't, don't get what I do. Who got a sister that ain't a sister. Cause it ain't right. Something ain't right about that. But no wrong with having a sister. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then around new year's, I got a laptop. My first computer, and I was so happy I didn't have to sit on a desktop oh, yeah. and like talk to you through Yahoo Messenger. I had my own like laptop. Before we got to, we didn't mention um, Offies. Oh, yeah. We used to leave like offline messages in case we weren't going to see each other the next day. Just yeah. kind of like send an email. They're like, hey. So that you could check the next day and mm-hmm. you'd know what was going on. So, for instance, if I wasn't coming to a meeting or something, I just like send you a message saying, hey, I mean, I see you tomorrow. But. I mean, you have a good day. You, yeah. You know, yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> it used to kill me. Yeah. I was so in love. I was so in love. Yeah. <laughs> I was so young. Doesn't make any sense. But Go on. What was I saying? What were we talking about? Uh, oh, my computer. So my yes. mom got me a Dell computer, my first laptop. And I was so happy. The first person I called was Mikey. And he didn't answer. And I knew he was in New York at the time because he used to travel back and forth to New York with his family. Brooklyn. And... And so he didn't answer. And so I was like, okay. And I just started setting up my computer and things. And, and then he called back. And he had to call back on my mom's phone because I didn't have a phone. Jesus. <laughs> and my mom was like, Paul is on the phone. This is for, before she started calling him, Mikey. Uh, I can't even imagine her calling me that today. Yeah, she's like, hey, Paul is on the phone. And I got the phone. And you were just thanking me for like calling you to let you know about it. And you were happy for me that I could have some privacy or just in general, just have my own computer. Then you were like, all right, talk to you later. Love you. And I was like, <gasps> mm. <laughs> you do but i know you didn't mean it the what way you that mean i, I didn't mean it? it i said it first you said it Yo, first. No, hold on. this is very important for the listeners um i said i love you first but not in that way we but have I, we doesn't can matter. you can do this to you like i don't care because you didn't say it the way we that we can't check tape bro you just said it. i said i love you first no roll your eyes i love you don't guess <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was like, I love you too. <laughs> and at this point, I had been listening. I think that was to, a slip. That was like a. I don't know, it's but it, it felt very natural. Yeah, it did. But it could have been. I just knew you didn't mean it the way I I felt it, or if you did, you didn't know how I felt. So we got off the phone, and I was just like so warm the rest of the night. And um, such a sap I am. And I was at the time listening to Tony Braxton's "I Want to Be Your Baby." on repeat and then my mom (laughs) had like remember this patty labelle song if only you knew and she was like randy this is you and i played both those songs on repeat for weeks and then finally she my mom was the one who kind of pushed me to tell you how i felt about you because she got so sick of hearing about you and like not hearing any resolution to this problem i was having i love your mother and she was like if you don't tell him how you feel i will and i believed her because your mother threats is real she does not make threats. She actually, she makes promises. Legitimate promises. And I knew that she would because at the time I had, I had just, I didn't have a boyfriend at this time, but before that I did. And they used oh, to tell us we could call boys our boyfriends all we wanted, but we weren't actually allowed to date until we were 15 and a half. And mm-hmm. I actually turned 15 and a half on 
your birthday because we are a year and six months exactly a year and a half apart (laughs) yeah so she asked mikey to take me on my first date because at the time she didn't like the boyfriend i was dealing with and so she was like hey when she actually gets old enough to date can you take her because i don't like the dude she's talking to i remember you were like you were surprised that i I was mortified why because what what we was like still friends at that time like we was but still it's a date so (laughs) 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 ain't nothing wrong with little with a date Uh, well now that i know you i know this exactly what you were thinking (laughs) but at the time i was mortified and so i knew that she meant it and so i went to your sister first and told her and she was like therese i went to his youngest sister well not youngest anymore i went to his younger sister and told him told her and she was like why good question and i couldn't explain it i I don't even know why i told her i just needed to like get a read about like what she thought about that but anyway I told my but Therese team, didn't know nothing. <laughs> yeah, Therese wasn't. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> I told Mikey um, after a Wallace Scholar meeting because we were still going to the organization. Yes. And at this point, I am a I'm at the end of my sophomore year in high school, and I pulled him into the hallway because he was about to go play basketball. And I was like, "Hey, before you go, I really need to tell you something." He's like, "Okay, sure. You know what's up?" Nah, before that, it was there was a fight. Not a fight, there but was like. A fight? Like, you were keeping me from going to play basketball. It wasn't just, I didn't comply immediately with talking to you in the hallway. I was trying to go. Really? And you were holding me I up. remember you being aggravated because I couldn't get it out, but. It's like you was, I was like, yo, I you You like, I really, I got like, want to go like, play, and you better be glad you're cute, or I would leave. And I was pissed. I, I wasn't was like, trying to get you in there and call it. I was trying to ball. <laughs> you you was holding up ball. What I'm going through. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and let me get this out. <laughs> So what you say, babe? I was like, I'm in love with you. You were like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I hate the way you sound when you mock me. That's not at all what I sound like. That's exactly what you sound like. I'm pretty and sure I, I said like, it cooler than that. Yeah. And I think D came in the hallway. He's like, hey, Paul, you ready? You were like, man, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I need a moment. Uh, he's like, oh, okay. Y'all I okay? No, and I, was, no, I, I, I don't think I was speaking. I was just so shocked that I had said it, and I didn't have any expectations. I didn't expect us to get together. I didn't expect us to date. It was more just like it was more like ruin the friendship and then and... die peacefully. Okay, and so I did it, and you didn't even go play basketball. You went home. You threw off everything. I can't go. I can't play after that. I can't focus. How am I supposed to get buckets after I just got it broken to me that this girl who been writing these notes about some other dude <laughs> on Facebook? Now you had to understand, like. The first question that went through my mind was, what happened to the dude you was writing on Facebook about? Because you're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. There's a quote about, <laughs> like, when a man doesn't know that he that someone is in love with him, then that's how you know he's still a boy. Something like that. And I'm going to find oh, oh, quote. Oh, okay. So, and I'm so going to share it with you. You ain't bring this up in the production meeting. <laughs> 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 this quote about me being a boy. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I watched him walk home, and I think episodes. I text Therese, because at this point I had a phone. Uh-huh. And I, I go, well, you know, what is he doing? And she was like, he just, he's just smiling. And I was like, I okay, was, well, that's not, that's not too bad. Why were you happy? Let's get into why you were really surprised right. outside of the poem. All right, all right, all right. So while you were passively dealing with your feelings with uh, posting these notes and stuff, I was, um, I was with that ex. That ex. I was with that ex. I can't wait to talk to y'all about that ex. <sighs> I can't. So Mikey has a series of exes. Wait. This is probably going to be a whole other segment, but <laughs> the um, exes segment. <laughs> we don't really need to do that though. We don't. Maybe we should just stick to like let's stick to let's stick to happier relationship stuff for right now. Um, just for this episode, I was with that ex, mm-hmm. 
and some other people. <laughs> <laughs> and I froze. Um, I had a lot going on uh-huh. at that time, and you, you giving me that news was just throwing off. Why? Just throwing off my my everything. I can't be out here hoeing. <laughs> can't be out here thotting about with uh with you having just told me that you love me, like in love. In love. You specified. Yes, you I did. did say in. You know I am about my language. You gotta be clear. Yeah, you're real big on words. Yes. It sucks. Um <laughs> So I was just I was genuinely thrown off. I was confused because why would you feel that way? At this point, y'all, we had been friends for for a, wh- for a while. Yeah. Which yeah. means you knew everything. Mm-hmm. Like she knows everything that like your friend knows. Not your girlfriend or a girl you're trying to get with knows. Obviously, you know, you lie to them. You don't tell them the truth. Uh Randy had all of the information. And still, like a genius, she wanted me. <laughs> so, well, so no, you actually lied about how many sexual partners. You remember that? Why would I tell you the truth? No one tells the truth when it comes to that. Well, how now many you people did. you bear with? Well, I really Two. wish you would let us do an episode about that. We'll get into it one day. We'll let them vote. If y'all want to hear it, say something. It's uh, Say hashtag geez. talk about the exes. I don't know. Not even just the exes. Just show escapades. They well, escapades. <laughs> <laughs> Your life. Look. All right, it's fine. Look, look, I'm a grown man now. I can't get in trouble with my mother or they mothers. You can get in trouble with my mama. I could. So hey. I should tell, let's tell that story. No. Eventually. Okay. So <laughs> back, back to, to the- <laughs> this is how we met. I'm sorry. We got off track. Uh, you were surprised. I was surprised, man. It was, uh, it was a happy time for me, man. I, I had some stuff going on, but I mean, I liked you. I recognize I had feelings for you. But- I didn't know what they were. Uh, I had a friend, I had a friend in middle school. He was like my cousin. Uh, he'll probably hear this. What's up, Chris? Uh, Chris used to say, whenever girls used to say, I love you, <laughs> Chris had like the coldest response. He'd be like, you know, yeah, I got I got strong feelings for you as well. <laughs> I just thought I was gonna pull that out, but I didn't. I, I couldn't I couldn't come with the smooth, I got I got strong feelings for you. I didn't know what to say. So I didn't reply. Like after you told me that, what happened? We just left, right? Yeah, I think we talked we talked on Yahoo Messenger and things. Like it wasn't a big deal that you hadn't said it back or anything. I really hadn't had any expectations about anything i was just like oh well you know like i just did it i just wanted to tell you and i wanted to tell everyone that i told you so that they could leave me alone we could all go on about our life and also because i didn't think that we would be together because i knew everything on up to that point and um i'm just not used to being that girl that's like in a relationship with someone like you yeah because and that's another thing you shouldn't have been yeah. Because we were friends, I had told you everything. I tried to save you. I did. I tried <laughs> to did. save you. So every story that comes after this, y'all, just know that she could have easily avoided it. This is true. And that's like, that's like deeper than like that. That is deeper. That's actually like very deep. But you actually had some other reasons why you were surprised about my feelings for you. Yeah. You know, the regular, like the, the usual teenage BS, you know, I don't deserve this girl. I'm a bad person. She deserves to be with Somebody she should be with, you know. You sh- you should have been with like like one of the good guys, but like we were kids at this time, so I didn't really know what that meant. Mm. I just knew it wasn't supposed to be me. Well, neither one of us listened to ourselves. Nope, and I got you in the end, and, and that's all that matters. Together, <laughs> and we um we dated throughout the rest of high school mm-hmm. and college, even though we went to different colleges. <sighs> And we did the long distance thing. The long distance struggle was uh, real. We saw each other a lot, but it was costly. Man, Southwest <laughs> took all my money. They were still air train at that. Air train, you. 
So the first I don't think two people know who Airtran like, is anymore. Yeah. So Southwest bought Airtran, but at the time, the first two years in college, Airtran had Airtran use, so college students could fly for eighty dollars. And so we spent a lot of money. All the refund money. We spent a lot of money. <laughs> All like that. Like I, I probably to and from Ohio to Atlanta. I probably spent like a quarter of my checks. And I worked three jobs at the time. Which is why by the time we graduated, we were both living with our mothers for the first Because <laughs> we didn't have any money. We didn't need it. We had couches we that were available to us. Any money. Upon so uh, we we made it through college and then Mikey proposed the day I graduated and we came back home and went to go live with our mothers and then we got our <laughs> own apartment. <laughs> why do you say like, it like well, that? Well that's exactly what happened. It's deeper than that. Okay. It's not. It's not. It wasn't. We was broke. broke. Love you, Ma. Thank you, Mama. But and we moved in together and we got married April twenty sixteen. Well before that we didn't talk about um so you told me you love me. Mm-hmm. I reacted. Mm-hmm. And I told you I love you back three, three weeks, weeks later. later. Through Yahoo Messenger. I had to take my time, y'all. Had to figure out what love was. Whatever. No, 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 no. Okay, so before that, I told you I went home. Me and Therese went home, and I didn't uh-huh. go play basketball. I know. And I spent my night doing my thing. You know, I had to, like, deconstruct the world the only way I knew how, which was with the quiet storm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joyce Littell helped me out through some hard times all my life. So it was, it was old school music. Mm-hmm. I just sit. I didn't know that. And just sing. Sing well, to myself. And we talked. Like, it wasn't awkward. It we was did. just more like... I told you this thing. And we gonna act like it didn't happen for a minute until we, I respond. No, I think we talked about it, but it was I wasn't in my feelings about it because I really had no expectations. Like I really did not expect us to get together and to date and to do anything. It was like, hey, this is where I am. But anyway, y'all just heard the broad overview. So we did <laughs> stay together and get together. And um Yeah, that's that's the origin story. Yes, we dated. Uh, we decided to set up shop here in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, and the rest is coming, I guess. Yep. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. So, before we end, there is a story. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get to introduce the story. How? No, you don't. Why don't? Because I have context. I'm going to let you preface the story, but I need to introduce this story. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, We will take a poll online after the story airs, and we need to know, we need you all to tell us who was right or who was wrong in the situation. There was no who was right or wrong. There was no right or wrong? What's the question? Was Mikey wrong as hell? (laughs) That's the question. That's not about Randy. Randy The question is, would you understand why Mikey did what he did? Or was Mikey just a hundred percent wrong? Now I'm nervous. Now I believe he was a hundred and ten percent wrong. And I believe I was a hundred and eleven percent correct given the information that I had. You were dumb. Because <laughs> you, there is no way you should have thought <laughs> what you thought. Okay, so uh, okay, the elaborate. Is, 
my mom mm-hmm. had my sister and I very young. She this is all correct so far. At the age of 15 and 16, and that is very young. And she's always been really adamant about the fact that, you know, obviously it's a choice to have sex unprotected or just like in general. But she also didn't have much sex education because my grandmother, rest in peace, grandma, was very devout Christian. She was like that type of Christian. You don't talk about sex. You don't take sex ed classes. You don't get to sign up for abstinence courses. You don't get to do anything sex related. And so my mom was out here living her best life and got pregnant. Why you make my mama sound like? But she's incredible. Like (laughs) she's incredibly like wonderful and great. She was living her best life with that one dude though. Yes. Okay, you gotta specify. <laughs> we all I'm have the same father. Okay. <laughs> but even if she was, she'd still be great. So, anyway, so she made it a point to really have a communic like to communicate with us, and so we had really thorough. We had a really thorough sex talk, and she made us promise before we even knew what we were promising that when we ever felt like we were ready to have sex, we could tell her so that she could put us on birth control. She said she knew we wouldn't, we would probably want to have sex before she thought we were ready or before we actually were ready, but she didn't want us out here becoming victims. Okay. And now so, I feel like I need to add no. something here in this no. moment. <laughs> um, see, while you and your mother had that really close connection and y'all had that really in-depth conversation, my mother and I, and most people who I think would agree that that's not like a normal conversation that they have with their parents, like being that close and having that like that type of depth with your conversations. My mother is a nurse and my mother is really big on health and protecting herself. And the sex conversation with my mother, the earliest one I can remember was all girls have HIV don't have sex. No, That was the first one. As I got older, it became don't have sex. All girls have HIV. Then my mother made up a sickness called Tizic. So all girls have Tizic don't have sex. I was like, all women have this made up disease she was like yes i was like even including you she was like yes yes i have tizic and hiv don't have sex fast forward it became a conversation of you know just protect just wear condoms obviously when you have sex now when she told me this he'd already been having i had already been like first of all we didn't have to say long long time with the emphasis that you just put on it it wasn't (laughs) that long okay i am not you are not what i'm not don't lie to the people i won't lie so back to the story yes my mom was very big on we're big communicators mm-hmm. and it wasn't seventh heaven like at all like it was not always great <laughs> seventh and heaven was the closest because she actually referred to that show one time when i was expecting something from her she was like you are not on tv but anyway mm. but she always made it a point for us to communicate with her and so when i was ready to have sex with mikey i told her on christmas day because <laughs> Why you ruin? I don't know her Christmas because high schoolers are inconsiderate, horrible, selfish people. Baby, you ruined and Christmas. All I could think about was how horny I was, and I was like, "Listen, you told me way back in the day." Oh, uh, everybody, just so y'all know, she's clapping with every word <laughs> she says. Her hands were moving. That I should tell you, and I was ready to have sex. <laughs> You're still clapping, and so I told her, and she was livid. Like my my heart was in my. Good. I was like, she's gonna kill me. Like she was living because you ruined Christmas. But I was like, listen, you said this, and my mom, if nothing else, is good for her words. So she had an attitude, but she got me birth control, and 
talk to my pediatrician because at the time, you know, you still keep your pediatrician until you're 22. So obviously, I was younger than that. But we went to the doctor. We Wait, got this is a time frame of this. This was Christmas of 2009. Nine. Okay. Terrible person. Continue. And, but we did not. I was a senior in high school. Mm. I was very proud of that because all I was like, I'm older than my mother was. <laughs> she had me and my sister. I just wanted to get over that that age that hump. That that age. Okay. So I was older than her when she had her first child. Even though I am no different than my mother, <laughs> I was just my broken child. But anyway, gross. Um, Randy was out here, y'all. Just with you. But, but she was. was out here. I was because being with you was like being out here. Because you had to be. Anyway, so. <laughs> Few fast forward a few months later. A few months. And a few months. Got you. Later. After you have now told your mother that you are ready to have sex. And I was on the pill. Now, again, you said y'all have really close conversations and y'all talk about these things and you had to let her know so that she could put but you on the But the understanding control. was, I should say, was that she she did her job. She was like, listen, I'm going to give you these pills because that's what I promised. Uh-huh. But it's up to you to take them responsibly. It's up to you to be responsible. Gotcha. And I don't want to hear nothing about it. Oh, okay. That was the understanding between you two. I don't want to hear nothing about and it. I'm sorry, just and just clarify. I just want to hear you say yes. That was the understanding now, between you and her. two days from now, but I don't want to know. And that was, and that the, was understanding the understanding. Period. Between, period. between you and her, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the understanding no, that is no, between no, you and I. No. I'm not finished. Go ahead. So a few months, fast forward a few months later, uh-huh. and we have decided to have sex on a particular day. Spoiler alert, we got married on this day. So sorry, everybody. But <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all was celebrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, think back to that day now. No. no I'm, I'm, so yeah, you're bad. terrible. Oh, Randy picked the date, by the way. It was also cheaper. But Look, anyway. If you were looking for someone to feel some type of way about it was Randy's. I was staying at my day. dad's house at the time. And at the time I had a curfew at 1130. And so the way me and my kid would get around that was we would just see each other early in the morning. And then he had me home by 1130. So essentially we got 13 hours together. Instead of trying to go on dates at 8 p.m., I'd had like I would see him at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so that day, that morning, we had, a, you know, OK, this is the day we're going to do it. And I was at my dad's house that weekend. And. At the time, my dad did not have any running hot water, and I had to take a bath. So we had to run the cold water, then I had to have the hot water on the stove. And so essentially, I had to take one of these like double. I'm not baths. laughing at that situation. <laughs> but that's not the worst part. On top it's of not- the fact that I'm like, okay, I need to be like really clean. This is like I'm really nervous and all these things. Mikey pulls up to pick me up, and he doesn't even pull into the driveway. He parks on the street. He's in his pajamas. You were in basketball shorts and a jacket I was just trying to like... without any shirt on and with your Adidas <laughs> flip flops. Just looking I had like on a we beater. about to go. I know I had on a beater. Not. I had on you a beater. Did not. I think you I had did on not a beater. You on a beater. You had on these Adidas flip flops. And I was like, my dad Look, is. First of all, no, no, no. I did not hop in the Maxima without a shirt on. I, Mikey, I do not You had believe... on a jacket. Okay. But it was very obvious that you were not wearing a shirt under said like, jacket. Because why would I wear a shirt? That's exactly what she said to me. The understanding said, is, is, but my father is home. Uh huh. Like, he's not dumb. Like you know, he's a child. Yeah. But he's not dumb. But my windows was tinted. Well, he didn't see me. You in got just out the jacket. car. Oh, like he I got. Did. He gets I did out get the out the car. car. He walks in the house with his sandal. Like you know, I'm in this. I I had this nice sundress out because I'm trying to make it look like we aren't going to someone's home. <laughs> now we are going to the park. See, if you something. had a phone, you could have communicated this. <laughs> 
So this is clearly on you. Anyway, so I have to go take a bath, and Mikey sits in the living room with my dad in his pajamas, essentially, <laughs> at like eight a.m. And they were just talking, and yeah. I'm more, I'm like this. So I should have known that something was was just crazy. So anyway, the day was great. Whatever. Fast forward a few weeks later, and my mom is like really not talking to me. She's like, she's. You know how when you talk to somebody and that person looks at you like, why are you talking to me? Like, she's just really distant. She's not letting me touch her. I cannot figure out what I have done Mm -hmm. to deserve this. So I text Mikey and I say, hey, my mom. She had a phone at this moment. Yes. I text her. I text Mikey. Actually, before that, Mikey went to go say goodbye to her and she like rolled the window up on him. And I was like, okay, wait, something's going on. And so I text him like, hey, mama's. Like something's up with this her. Sounds so and I can't figure out what I have done between the time she was okay and the time she's not. And he goes, Oh, she's probably upset because she knows we had sex. And I say, wait, that's that's the that's impossible. It's not impossible, and this is why. All right, now it's my time. All right, reclaiming <laughs> my time. This is my moment. Now, y'all just heard Randy explain the rules of how her mother and her relationship work. Right? They talk about everything. Randy said to me, Oh my God. Whenever I'm ready to have sex, I have to tell my mother. This is, this is the only information I am given. So, that day that you were thinking of, your mother came to pick you up from the school and she was not in a good mood. She was upset. And I've never seen your mother like this. And I was like, Oh my God. She's mad at me. <laughs> I said, Nah, nah, I can't have that. I cannot have that. So, this is what I have to do. I, I have to. I have to get ahead of this. Mikey. I have to get ahead of this. And this is going up on the quote board. Mikey. I had to get ahead of this. I, I need to let her know Mikey. that I love her daughter. <laughs> I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let her know. Like, look, look, I know you mad, but Mikey. I love your daughter. And even though we had sex, <laughs> I'm always love her and I'm going to marry her. Like I said, those, those are my words. I said, I love her. No. You have nothing to worry about. Mikey. I'm going to marry her. Mikey. And she looked at me like, what? Mikey, you text her. Because I, I, I had to let her know. I had to let her know. You didn't tell them that you insisted that she respond to you. Mom, mom, <laughs> did you get my text? Because she hadn't replied. Did you hit? Because some little knucklehead boy just told her that her daughter had sex. Because I thought that y'all had already you talked about it. You communicate that to me. Because you didn't have a phone. <laughs> So whose fault so is this? Have. Really? Yahoo Messenger. And at the time, I did have a phone because I was 17. Well, I didn't have I time to get on Yahoo Messenger then. because at this time, I am waiting for a text from mother. I did have a mother. phone by then. Mikey. Yes? You were wrong. I was So wrong. listen, he tells me this and I, I literally, I get up and I stand in front of my mom's closed door just feeling so sorry. I just wanted to, I wanted to throw myself at her feet and apologize that I have had sex with the biggest fool in the First world. <laughs> And I don't think we didn't talk about it until two years later, the night before I went to Ghana, and we all talked about it, crying, laughing, like because it's still funny. Because I didn't know that he insisted that she respond to him. I didn't. Know I forgot about that. That he told her she. I think she was under the impression that I told him to tell her so that she could know. No. Yeah. What's wild is that she was actually just mad. Like she wasn't mad. She just had a. She, a she just got off day. work. She got off work in what Buford or something. Like, I don't know. In North Atlanta, she drove to East Atlanta to pick her kids up from school to drive all the way to Henry County. Yeah. She was just tired. 
But you it thought, felt to me like no, she was mad at communicated me. That way. So this has been an argument between us for eight years. And, and so the question is, who was Mikey wrong? Was I know? wrong for thinking yes. that I was, that she was upset with me and telling her that I love her daughter <laughs> <laughs> so she shouldn't be mad? Mikey. Huh? You were wrong. As I was not wrong. And the people, the people are going to agree with me. They won't. I think that they will. You are wrong. And Leave my mom eventually started by talking to me, and we are all family, and we love each other. But we didn't actually talk about it until Ghana, until I, the night before we went to Ghana. And she was like, let's have this conversation. And it was really funny. Man, look, all right, it's 2018. Mm-hmm. This is about a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Eight years. And she still loved me. Yes. And I was a man of my word. I kept my word. I did love her daughter, and I did marry her daughter. Mm-hmm. And I, d- I did have sex. <laughs> <laughs> you are an idiot. Okay, so we're going to leave it to y'all to decide what to do with that information. And thank y'all for listening. That was the end of episode that was one. the end of episode one. <laughs> we did it. We did. We did it. So before you go, be sure to check out our website. Subscribe to our newsletter. That's www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Dot com. And sign up for the newsletter because we're going to start giving away gifts and prizes. And we're going to start giveaways. And only people who can participate participate are people who subscribe. <coughs> we're not going to spam your inbox. It's going to be like quality stuff. You'll yes. wish that you had subscribed. Yes. Follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At this moment of the time that we are recording, our Twitter is really struggling. First of all, the Twitter is dry because I don't know how to tweet just yet. Bless your heart. Mike, Mikey used to be on Twitter like I used that, to be. But he had to get off tw- Because Twitter is bad. Twitter was terrible in 20, 2010? Yeah. 2009? It's a little bit more woke conscious now, but at the time. Yeah, Black Twitter so, don't change. Yeah, it has. It don't. It just look a little different. No, I mean, it's not... Uh, maybe because we're just older. I just see it a little differently. Mm, whatever. Oh, yeah. So follow us on Twitter. Yes. Instagram and Facebook. And check out our other episodes. Uh, we have now at this moment, we have <clears throat> all five up. Episode two is our almost breaking up and non-negotiables. We have been together for 10 years, but it has not always been sunshines and rainbows. And so we're going to get into that. And we wasn't always like together. This. Uh, so so like, two, we'll get into that. Episode three is who the fuck did I marry? And that's going to be interesting. Why you say fuck like because that? Because I have questions. In episode four, <laughs> <laughs> plot oh. twist and lemonade, our miscarriage story. In episode five, threesome or not. Nah. And <laughs> that should be interesting. Thank y'all again. Thank you for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Digging what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it, I dig it, dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dug it. We're good, so yo. I hope you love it. I love it. I got no upper, but none above it. I'm focused on what the funk is. Don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping time.